Attention, attention please, stand by for another episode of When Humanists Attack. Hi, my name is Chris West, and I am one of the co-hosts of When Humanists Attack, which is a production of The Human Being, a 501c3 nonprofit religious secular organization dedicated to spreading secular humanist ideals and supporting secular humanism efforts worldwide. The humanist being and its members are secular humanists, and as such, we don't believe in anything supernatural, no gods, no spirits, no ghosts. We believe morality is something that we choose, and we choose to base that upon human well-being. We strive to live up to the 10 commitments as outlined in the Humanist Manifesto 3, and you can find those online. Part of being a secular humanist is service and participation, as well as humility, social justice, and responsibility. To quote our friend David Oliverio, the preaching humanist, doing good without God. Where is it that we, the non-believers, can help? I've always thought that the good work of the secular society was being done by the government, but we see that the needs continue even with this good work being done. And much of what need is there is being fulfilled by religious groups. How can we non-believers help? How can we do good without a God? Well, we support efforts that further the cause of secular humanism, education, critical thinking, ethical development, altruism, social responsibility, environmentalism. These are all aspects of the society that we want to build. So we embrace them and we teach them. So what is the humanist being? The humanist being has three programs, a YouTube channel called When Humanists Attack and hint, humanists, secular humanists are pacifists. So when we attack, we do it by challenging people's beliefs of claims of, of the supernatural. We attack by making videos, exploring issues that are vital to our mission, which is spreading equity for all human beings. The humanist being also is a contributor to the Books to Prisoners program where we send books to prisons so prisoners can have access to a steady flow of new books. Finally, we're launching our outreach program to support the Kasese Humanist School in Kasese, Uganda. That is why we're here tonight. The Kasese Humanist School was founded in 2012 by Bombali Robert Mushu Baho, known as Bombali, in Kasese, Uganda, which is next to the border with the Democratic Republic of the Congo on the western border. He started with one school and 86 children, and now he's up to three campuses with 850 children teaching a secular humanist science-based curriculum. The school strives with the motto, with science, we can progress. I found Wombali on Facebook while I was looking up an international humanist groups, just looking around, and was instantly attracted to his mission to provide a science and a humanist education to all who come. I asked him what he needed at the school, and he gave me a list. And one of the things jumped out at me from the list, sanitary products for students. This, I thought, is something that no one should have to worry about, and that's a need we can fulfill. So let us help fulfill that need. The pads that Bombali told us that he wanted to get are called AfriPads. It's a local company in Uganda set up with international help, which makes packs of reusable sanitary pads. One pad 
lasts for a year. There are about 210 people at the school that need this, these products, and they come in boxes of 50. So I want to raise enough money with this program to buy 250 packs. That comes to about $1,800 American. To gather the money, we have set up a GoFundMe site. If you search on Kasese Humanist School, you get right to the page. So please go to the site and donate what you feel you can to reach our goal. Just to let you know, before we went live, we've already gotten $810 in donations. So let's all pull together and finish this off, get the full $1,800. So now we're going to go and stream an interview I did with Mbali. It's about 38 minutes long, so please feel free to watch. But if you can, it will be on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. But please take a look and share it with anybody that you think might be interested. And I'll come after and take a look at the end and maybe talk a little about it. And thank you for your great support. My name is Chris West for When Humans Attack. Today we're going to be... Uh, speaking with uh, Bombali Robert from uh, the Kasese Humanist School in Kasese, Uganda. And uh, Robert uh, Bombali, should I call you Bombali or should I call you Robert? What do you, what do you go by? No, Bombali is okay. Even Robert, so all, all of them works, but Bombali is okay because Bombali is the, okay. It's, it's much different because Roberts are, are very many. Okay, there are lots of Roberts, but there aren't very many Bombales. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so it, it allows you to be uh, um, uh, unique. That's a, that's a good one. So, Robert, yes. uh, I found you on Facebook a, a couple of months ago, uh, just doing, uh, you know, signing up and looking at uh, humanists throughout the world. And um, I've uh, uh, learned a, a bit about your school, uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but... So you live in Kasese, Uganda, which is on the western border of Uganda. You're, what, about 20 kilometers from the, the border of the Democratic Republic of Congo? Yes. And it's, uh, from what I understand, Kasese is an old mining town. <laughs> yes, yes. It's an old mining town. Yeah, yeah it has copper. I'd like to just, uh, uh, it's good to know about the history of a place. Um, yes. And uh, what I'm wondering is, so you grew up in Kasese? Yes, I grew up in Kasese, but deep in the villages. Yeah, I, I grew up in the villages, uh, the place uh, called Karambi. It's, it's, it's borders uh, the DRC. Okay, so you're yeah, right so, on the border. Uh, yes. Tell me a little about, bit about growing up in Uganda. You made a post not so long ago uh, about a faith healer, and you... You mentioned in your post that that's mm. something that you had to grow away from. That that the the uh, Christian religion is very prevalent in your part of of Uganda and your part of Africa. Yeah, actually, actually, I grew up from uh, from a, a religious background because uh, initially at our home we, we are Anglicans. These here yeah, they call them Church of Uganda and. Uh, I, I was I was brought up under the Anglican religion, yes. But uh, after some time, I I, I started becoming skeptical of religion. I think some of the contributing factors why uh, why I became skeptical of religion is because uh, okay, the education I got somehow tried to influence. Uh, okay, tried to make me understand more about the 
about religion and uh, even having grown up as an orphan yes i grew up as an orphan uh, and i was orphaned at five years five years old yes and uh, actually my, my 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 history is a bit uh, is a bit sad because uh, i never grew up with my mom or, or dad because the dad left me when i was five years yes but initially my mom had had divorced my dad and we were abandoned at home yeah so i grew up with my grandmother is the one who okay. who brought me up yeah when i was in primary school uh, i was being looked after by my grandmother yeah and uh, she died of recent of some some fears back yeah. no i'm sorry to hear that so this one exposed me to stay with the different families yeah so i stayed with different families among those families i stayed with the others were not anglican others were i had chance to stay with the catholics i had chance to stay with the muslims I even had a chance to stay with those who believe in this African traditional religion. Yeah, so because I got education, I, 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 I started to, to being skeptical of religion, and I was asking so many questions. And that one led me to, to think twice and, and try to question the beliefs. And that's how I, 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 I became an unbeliever. Yes, because okay. yeah, because uh, yes, because uh, because the the questions I was asking those uh, religious people, even those people who 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 were deep in religion, wasn't uh, convincing me. Yeah. How old were you when you when you decided that you were not not believing any of these things? I mean, I, I imagine that being exposed to a number of different types of families with different beliefs would give you insight that there isn't one way; that there are many ways. How old were you, and what was the uh, the moment that you, if you had a moment where you said, you know, I just I don't believe any of this? Yeah, that moment I was. Uh... When I was like 20, 20, 24 years, when I was at uh, at college, when I was at college, that's uh, that's when I I I I denounced everything and uh, I, I I I made a decision. And if you don't mind me asking, just just so I know, how old are you now? I'm now forty-seven. Uh, what was it that you studied in in school when you were in college? Yeah, when I was in college, I studied the biological sciences. I studied at a school called the Uganda Polytechnic Chambogo. These days, they have transformed it into a university. It's now called the Chambogo University. Okay. Yeah, that's why I studied the biological sciences. Yeah. Okay. But I I, I just own an ordinary diploma in biological sciences. So, uh, mm. so you have a, a degree in biology. You graduate from college. You um, are yes. uh, a, a non-believer. Tell me, tell me how you get from uh, being graduate from college and in Western Uganda to in 2012 starting the the humanist school. How did you find yourself towards or or in humanism? When I graduated at at college. I, I, I decided to, to create up an organization. Then after some time, the thought of setting up a school. And uh, majorly, I wanted to, to advance science in, in my communities. And uh, I, I, I tried, to, I tried to, to, to create a motto, yeah, which I hope will, will, uh, will try to become as an, an inspiration to the, to the locals. So I came up with that thing of uh, with science we can progress. Yeah. yeah. So, so sometimes people normally ask me why I 
why I decided to use that motto is that uh, I want people to to understand that science is very important in governing our lives and even forging for our future and even making us to understand the known and the unknown. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason why I... Before I thought even of creating schools, we created an organization called Kasese United Humanist Association. Yes, because I wanted to also serve my community. Because initially the work I was doing was not benefiting the, the community more. Initially I was in Kampala, that's why I had some small businesses, but I, I said, no, let me go back to my home area and put there something that may try to develop the, the community. But then initially I, I thought about creating a, a library, a public library, where I could allow people to come and, uh, and read books just to get knowledge. I realized that this was not enough. Then the idea of the school came in. You graduate school, you're in Kampala, you do some businesses, but they're not necessarily specifically towards building a uh, building community and advancing uh, a humanist agenda in this in in your community. 2012 to set up the school. Why don't you tell me a little more about setting up because you now have uh, three schools. Mm. Do I have that right? Yes, yes, yes. I have three campuses. Tell me a little about your your reasons for starting the school. And was the first school just the 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 youngest children, or was it the older children? Where did you where did you decide to start? And and uh, and how big was that school? Uh, the, the school that we that that we began with was uh, was just a. Uh, was just a, 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 a nurse and a, a, with some few classes of primary school. Okay. Yes, and the, the very reasons which motivated me to, to open up the school was to, to offer knowledge to, 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 to young people. I, I realized initially that our schools here were, were being set up on, on, a founded, on a Christian foundation because most schools are... If, if not begun by uh, by a religious individual, at least they are begun by churches or mosques. Yes, so I, for me, I wanted to do it different in a different way. A, a secular school. Yeah, mine was a secular school and uh, was built on, on the foundation of science, and uh, the school was embracing uh, humanist values. When I heard that you had set up uh, not only initially a, a school with a uh, a certain number of children, but in the in the years since founding the school in 2012, you now have three campuses, and you're you have 850 children learning at this, these schools, and they're learning a a, a secular humanist uh, science-based curriculum. You have uh, I'm just going to bring this up. I also have a a, a graphic here. Mm. So this is this is I just took these these images from your from your website. Um, yes, and uh, I love the signs you have up around on the campus. I, I believe in evidence. Uh, all yes. living things live once. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm. I, I think it's just wonderful that you're you're yep. infusing these children with these values. Yes, yes. There are so many, so many, so many secular messages I, I put or try to put around, not only for the children but even for the. Even for the visitors who, 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 who come to our school, I, uh, I normally explain to them, even our parents, we normally explain to them, yeah, because the, the purpose of the school is to give knowledge, but also to enlighten the, 
the communities about the need of, of secularism. Yeah. When we began the school, we are we are not uh, the number was wasn't wasn't much, because we began with 87 children, and and by then we were we were in a renting property. We we we, we didn't own anything actually. We were renting right. a, a property where we tried to to rely on the on the collection from the from the local parents. We support from Atheist Alliance International is the, is the first organization that first helped me. Right, the, the Atheist Alliance, which yeah. is an international organization, right? Yes. Yeah, so this thing of of creating campuses, that one, that one was is out of my hard work. When we had opened, we tried to 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 get sponsorship for some children, and money was flowing in from from sponsors. Then I could save this money purposely to to ensure that the school can 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 last forever. Then I, I tried to to save. And uh, and plan and uh, buy buy some uh, some land. Yeah, so uh, all along I've been investing in 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 in, in lands. Yes, because I wanted the the the, the, the schools to to be on their own premises. And uh, indeed, I have achieved that. For now, I don't know a lot about Uganda. To be perfectly honest, uh, I, I know a little about a bit about the history. I know about the fact that it was a, a British uh, colony. Uh, Christianity was brought there in the, the late 1800s by Anglican missionaries. This is all stuff I learned on Wikipedia, right? It's not like I, I have a deep understanding of, of the different tribal groups in Uganda, the different religious factions in Uganda. But what I have heard in the international news over the past 10 or 15 years is that there's been a, a large influx of uh, American... Uh, evangelicals who have been pushing for um, uh, sodomy laws, for anti-LGBT uh, laws in Uganda. Uh, how have you experienced um, the the push to uh, to make being gay or being trans or being lesbian? How have you experienced that in Kasese and your your part of the country? Yeah, we have expressed it, but uh, but not. Uh... Not practical on ground in Kasese. Within Uganda, we have expressed that, and uh, I remember at one time there were there were some allegations by some of the they were telling they were they were sexuals, supporting homosexuals. Yes, but uh, I I I I I stand I, I I stood out bold to those who came and uh, asked me about my stand on homosexuality. Yeah. So I was. Uh, yeah, I, I was explaining to them that uh, homosexuality is 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 isn't a crime at all, and I was because even the human rights freedoms we have to we have, we have to respect people irrespective of of their sexual orientation. Yeah, so I've even explained I explain, I've been explaining to them that homosexuality is 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 present in in most species. Uh, even in humans, it's there, but uh, even though it's a minority, I've been explaining to them that uh, these people shouldn't be condemned to to die or, or to be discriminated against. Right. Yes, but only we, we should learn to to live together with them. And uh, yes, to, to prove this, even at my schools, I've put there this thing of uh, homophobia, that uh, this thing of, uh, of trying to discriminate uh, People based on on the sexual orientation. I've said I've tried to explain to them that that thing is very bad. 
Yeah. I, I remember not so long ago you you had a post on uh, on your Facebook page for the school about painting uh, yeah. rainbow uh, doors on some of the bathrooms for transgender people. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our people just need just need to be enlightened, and uh, especially those, those evangelicals are the ones who have been pushing hard condemning homosexuality in Uganda, yes, but uh, we have to continue enlightening people about about the need to, to live together in peace and harmony with, with such a people. Yeah, and uh, I, I love the way you put it, you know, it's about dignity, right? It's about the dignity that these people uh, yes, have yeah. the right to yeah. have a place in society yeah. and equal protections yes. under the law. Um, yeah, you know, yes. Yeah, straight yeah. up secular humanist values and you're yeah. you're out there teaching the children about dignity for all people. You're out there teaching them about science yeah. uh, and about uh, the the idea that this is the only life we get. Um, you're you're really <laughs> towing the line. I mean, and you're teaching 850 yes. children um, about yeah. math and 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 science and about uh, obviously secular human humanist values so um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so pleased to be able to to uh, to talk to you and and to to become your friend because we although I live in a very liberal place where those values are very much shared by the people in my community I understand very mm. much that this is a worldwide thing uh, we all yes. need to be working in whatever country we live in for the dignity mm. of, of all of us, uh, heterosexual people, uh, gay people, trans people, uh, gender, uh, you know, non-binary people. And mm. I, I, knowing that you're in Uganda doing that work makes me so uh, happy and uh, hopeful for the future. And it makes mm. me want to support what you're doing. Um, and that's that's part of why we're having this interview is we're starting a fundraiser here to raise funds to get uh, you a, uh, a shipment of the uh, Afropads, uh, yeah. which are the reusable sanitary products for the people who are at your school who are, are menstruating. Um, yeah. And uh, so you and I have worked out what that would be. Um, uh, I want to know a little more about what types of funding that you have right now from other groups, but more importantly, what it is that your goals are now for the school and, and what you're looking for in the future. We don't have much in America to be able to help with except affluence. We can get in touch with our people here who have uh, funds and they want to support projects like what you're doing that I can do and I, I, I'm really interested in in knowing how we can be helpful uh, so g tell me a little bit about what what kind of needs you have at the school and what your what your plans are for the school and growing the school in the near future okay yes the kind, the kind of needs I may require at the school right now we need the textbooks those yeah. books are library for the benefit of we might require the boarding facilities for some of, of the students especially those who come from far, from away. far away places yeah 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 so that, yes. 
such that they are very near the school. We might require more support, especially for the needed children and the orphans, such that when we help them, then it's like we give them a chance to be in school and get education. Our school might require laboratories. Okay. Yes, because like right now we we got some equipment. Yes, but we still have a need of 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 building the school laboratories. Okay. At the different campuses and uh, we might also require staff quarters for the for our teachers. Yeah, because some teachers come from far away places. You had you had posted not so long mm. ago on your Facebook page um, mm. a uh, a house that you'd built with mm. uh, with rooms for the staff for for your teachers. And that was also uh, a very interesting yeah. project. I, I'm, I'm in the construction uh, industry here in, in the United States, and um, I, I'm fascinated by, yeah. of, of course, your buildings and how you're building them. And you got this uh, cement mixer and 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 built a uh, a uh, a car repair shop right not so long ago in town <laughs> yeah so so, so we we are still have we are still having needs but uh i i think we shall we shall achieve we shall achieve them one by one one by one one by one because the way we have come is from very far but right now at least there is something we can we can show on the ground and uh even even some of our of, of the assets of the school they are some of them are also helping me to run the schools very well even though our teachers i still need to 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 raise up their their pay salary pay yes yeah yeah those are some of the challenges but i know we shall overcome because because we are we are moving slowly and in the right direction yeah uh, do you have any plans in the near future to expand the school or you just want to focus on getting these things in place the laboratory the, the dormitories for students from far away the uh the housing for your your teachers um at the extra books for the library the the textbooks uh are you going to focus on on this group of 850 students at the three campuses and get that rounded off before expanding or or are you thinking about expanding further what are your thoughts on the that you know, I will first wait for the for the the enrollment at the school to first uh, go to first raise up. Yes, but meanwhile, even though I'm I'm, I'm to add the more, I, I will need more input. I think in vocational skills training at the, at the schools. Yeah, such that uh, I've come to realize that these vocational skills training at the schools they also help in attracting more students to the school. Yeah, such that, and uh, and also also working together with within the parents of the school, how some of them can benefit from the school. Uh, I just want first consolidate on the enrollment of the school and uh, ensuring that the community embraces the, the school because the, I would love to see a classroom with the, like a thirty to forty students per, per classroom. Yes, yes, but how to achieve that is to is to is to put more facilities such that you capture the what the the interests of the parents. I did see you make a post uh, a couple of weeks ago about a meeting that you were he- holding with some of the te- when the, some of the parents 
and, and the emphasis that you're placing on including the parents in the school, making them feel ownership of the school, and making the school uh, uh, an important cultural center for the community. I think that's a very good plan. And uh, we, we... That's the plan. I actually, I actually want the parents to own the school because me, I'm there, the founder, the one who, who began the school, but the school is, is there to benefit the community for very, very many years. Yeah. So, I would, I would, yes, I would love the community to embrace the school, to look at it as if it's theirs. Mine was just an idea, but uh, they should uh, embrace the school. Yeah, such that it grows. If, if it has a primary school, then if it, if it has grown, if it got enough uh, enrollment, then we, we put a secondary school. Thinking about that, and I think you're you're absolutely right. I mean, a, a secondary school. How many? Uh, so, if we're looking at uh, Ugandan elementary through what we would call high school in America, when does a child finish their their primary education and mm -hmm. move on to to college? So, at what age is that? Is that just like in America? Is that something like eighteen years old? No, no our primary school in Uganda is seven years. Yes, but someone to finish primary school is supposed to have uh, is supposed to have 14, 14 years. Ah. 13, 14 years. Right. For a primary school. And then after so, that, they would go to college if they were going to go no, to... No, after primary school, they go to, to secondary school. And, and secondary school is what we would call a, a college, right? And secondary school normally it has four years. Right. Then so, it has... High school has more two years. Okay. So altogether, you're talking yeah, about yeah. about uh, someone would graduate from high school, prepared to mm. go either into the workforce or to college. Um, mm. At at what age? Eighteen or seventeen or sixteen? Eighteen, something like nineteen. That. There. Okay. Okay. And how many students are you graduating now at at that level, or are you not yet graduating students at that level? We are, we are graduating uh, 15. Okay. This time, yeah. Okay, that's this great. Time, yeah, this year was 15. But uh, at primary school, we are having uh, we are having uh, 42. Okay. Yeah, 42 altogether at the two schools. And and right now, just to, to clarify, because I was I want you have 850 students in your three campuses. Yes. Okay, that's that's a lot of people. That's, yeah. that, that's probably, I'm thinking, what, uh, uh, 200 or so teachers? All, all together at the first school, they are, they are 54. Okay. Those are, at those the three are, campuses. At the three campuses. Okay. Yes. Mm. So one of the things that, that it sounds like you're able to do, you're graduating 15 uh, students who have gone mm. through uh, almost all of their, their schooling at your school. Is that true? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Are, are any but, of them looking to go to to college? Yes, but right, but right now we have those who are who are already in university. Okay. Who have passed through our school? Right now we have those who are in university. Those I know, they may be like they may be like like twelve of those whom I whom I know very well. Well, I'd imagine if if they were some of your earlier students that you've yeah. known them for a long time. Mm, yeah. It sounds like you're not just creating a vibrant center of education in Kasese, but you're also 
producing citizens who are looking at the world from a, a secular humanist point of view. Uh, yes, yes, actually, yes. Uh, our, our students have not remained the same. At least when you compare them with those in, from a religious school, there is a difference. Right now, you were saying if you were to get up to capacity on the three campuses, and right now you have 850 students, what is full capacity for that for those campuses? Yeah, you didn't get that. I know I was saying that at least some of the children who have passed through our school, they, are, they look more enlightened because <laughs> we, we try to expose them to know very many things. Yeah. Um, how many students, so you have three campuses, and right now you have 850 students, what is that, is that maximum capacity, is that all the students that those three campuses can hold, or do you think it can hold a few more, what, what, at what point do you think you're at capacity for those three campuses? You know, it can, it can hold more, it can hold more, the capacity could even go up to 1,500 there. Okay. Yes, but uh, the number keeps on fluctuating year by year. And if we can help you raise funds to, to provide scholarships for, for uh, students in need, um, mm. then maybe we can help make that choice an easier choice, which um, maybe that'll be the next fundraiser. This fundraiser, we're going to get this, this one bunch of, of, uh, of money raised to get you the, the, uh, the Afropads so you can distribute mm. them to your students. Um, but I, I certainly want to, uh, to work with you into the future and, and uh, do fundraising here to make sure that you can realize some of your other um, projects, including uh, possibly some, uh, some corporate sponsorships for, uh, for books and for lab equipment and, and things of that sort. I, um, we're going to take a look at all the possibilities and, um, and do fundraising because we think that that you are realizing the the secular humanist dream of yeah. of being an example, right? Being mm -hmm. a, a good citizen, saying we can do good work without religion. You don't need a religion in order to good do good work. And yeah. um, and, and personally, I I'm um, uh, uh, hugely thankful for your efforts. Um, uh, I think it's great work that you're doing. That one be grateful and uh, yeah, actually I would be happy because even my, my dream is to see more and more people being helped through through my works. That one is, is very good. It's very good. Yep. You seem to also be helping to build um, community businesses in Nuraqasese, and I was just pointing out the the uh, the uh, series of po posts you made on getting the cement mixer and mixing the bricks and putting the bricks together for that auto repair shop. Are there other plans that you have for for creating uh, community businesses or businesses that can can benefit the community? Yes, I I I, I, I do have many plans to help my community. Yes, but. Uh... As you know, you, you have to go. I normally do it slowly, slowly. But uh, I do have I, I do have many opportunities that we can do that may help communities. Uh, there is there, there, there is less work our government is doing to help our people. Our mm. people are struggling on their own. Yes, but but many people want to work, but uh, many of them don't have the skill. Others have no capital, and uh, others want to work but nowhere to work. Yeah. Yeah, so as, uh, I, I, I try to establish the, 
some some of these uh, some of these uh, these works I do. I, I just want to, to to empower people with skills, and uh, at a later point, they, they get something they can do on their own. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. think that's that's laudable work, and and uh, and we want to keep up to date on how things are going there with the plans that you have. And uh, we want to hear um, how things are going with the students um, and uh, get updates from you on, on what it is that you'd like for us to help with next. And, and uh, I'm already fulminating all kinds of ideas about getting um, scientific-based companies here in the United States to donate lab equipment. So do me a favor, uh, Bombale. I want sure. you to... I want you to. That be nice. I want you to put a list together of the uh, lab equipment that you're looking for, and um, I will uh, make that part of my next project to to try to find a, uh, a science-based company here that would donate those supplies and get them uh, either bought in Uganda and shipped to you, or shipped from from outside of Uganda to you, because I, I think um, a working uh, science laboratory, whether that's a chemistry laboratory, a biology laboratory, a physics laboratory, um, a computer laboratory, I think those are all uh, really good ideas. Um, something that I'm personally f uh, uh, very involved in here in the United States is um, alternative energy systems. Uh, I imagine right now you don't have much power on campus, but you also need much power, um, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. um, do you have um, thoughts on, on maybe creating uh, some alternative, some photovoltaic um, uh, power supply so that you can run uh, the labs that you have? Or is, is there sufficient power in Kasese that you can just buy it from the local uh, electric company? You know, the, the, different kind, the different kinds of power we have in Kasese, we have uh, this hydroelectric power and uh, even solar energy. Okay. You have plenty of power. You don't... You... It's certainly the, the school, the Rukoki campus that has a alternate current there. Yeah. Okay. But the other ones have solar. Oh, which is, which is DC. Power. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. It sounds to me like you're about to enter one of the various rainy seasons that you have. Does that change how, uh, how you're running classes or does that not affect you uh, as far as running the school? No, the classes remain running normally. Only that in case the rains are very heavy, some students, especially those from, who come from their homes, they normally get disrupted and maybe come late. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, but uh, everything remains running normally. Okay. When we're we're putting together this fundraiser, we're going to uh, ask mm. the people in our lives mm. to to donate money for this f first project. But I'm hoping to uh, to work with you to uh, to figure out the next two or three projects because, uh, as far as I'm concerned, part of my uh, work as a, a secular humanist here in America is to support your work in Uganda. I've chosen you, uh, Bombale, as as one of the people that I want to help. So um, we'll get this first fundraiser together. We'll get that money gathered, and we'll get those um, those supplies out to you so you can distribute them. Um, but you and I are going to be talking a lot in the next couple of months 
to figure out lists of books you want for textbooks, lists of books you want for the library, and lab supplies for the various types of science labs you want to put together. Because I'm pretty sure that um, that we can find people here who are interested in donating, if not the money to buy those things, uh, very much maybe the actual equipment and get those uh, shipped to you so you can realize those classes that are so important. And yes. something that just popped into my mind, I don't know enough about Uganda and certainly not about Western Uganda. Are you doing all of this uh, teaching in English or are there local uh, tribal languages that you also teach in? No, the language of instruction you use in Uganda is the English. Okay. Yeah, maybe for, for those in, in lower lower primary classes, yeah, sometimes they, they give them a privilege to use some, to use a mixture of English and local language. Okay. Yeah. And, and what are the local languages in Kasese? The local languages, we have, uh, have Lukonjo, Lukonzo, that, that, is, that, is, that is for the, na the native, native language, the Bakonzo. Th those people of my tribe, they, they speak a language called the Lukonzo. Okay. And, yeah, and, so and that's, a, that's a Bantu-based language? Yeah, it's a Bantu. Yeah, it's okay. a Bantu. Okay. Then they, there is Rutoro, Rutoro and Runyankore. Then, then plus Swahili. Right. Those the, are, at, at yeah, those are some of the languages they use. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, I, I personally uh, am uh, fascinated by by culture and language. So. Uh, just a little, uh, uh, as we get to know each other and we, we work together, um, I, I'm sure that at some point, if, if uh, the world health situation allows and finances allow, um, I'd love to, to come to Kasese and to, to meet you in person and to see yeah. the schools and yes. um, uh, maybe, maybe uh, in the next year or so uh, we'll be able to make that happen because I think that would be uh, a lot of fun for me. Uh, and uh, would uh, afford me an opportunity to uh, to maybe bring some supplies with me when when I was coming. Yeah, that one that one would be nice, and I would love to see you visit us here. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to to say to um, our uh, our members here, our listeners, about what you're doing before we? We say good day for the for today. No, for for the members uh, and your colleagues that you are, you 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 work with all some of those of, of your colleagues that, that side. I pass on some greetings to them and uh, thank them for for really supporting my my initiatives and uh, I would wish them the, the best and uh, urge them to follow my work. To receive their comments, even suggestions. Yeah, listening to suggestions on how best I can, uh, I can do my works. Uh, yes, I'm open to advices. Yeah. Great. Well, we're uh, we're certainly uh, interested in helping. So uh, I'm very excited about starting this uh, this working relationship with you and the Kasese Humanist School, and. Um, I will be in touch in the next week or so about uh, the launch for our uh, GoFundMe for this project. And hopefully um, you'll work on that list yeah. uh, for me on, um, 
on the uh, the types of science equipment you'd like for your labs um, and the, the types of textbooks you'd like because I'm yes. pretty sure that um, that we can make that that happen from our side okay okay that's that's nice well thank you very much for taking your Sunday morning to speak to us and um, until the next time uh, we speak I want to wish you a, a nice rest of your weekend and we'll talk soon. <laughs> okay, thank you. I also wish you the best, plus uh, all the listeners and uh, viewers. Great. Thank you so much, Bombale. We'll talk soon. Okay, okay. Okay. You have a good rest of your day. Well, thank you for watching that interview. I'm excited to work with Bombale on those other projects as well. We'll be announcing the results of the fundraiser, as well as discussing with Bombale the next steps. What is the next project? building the science lab buildings on all three campuses, helping them uh, with staff quarters or textbooks. Um, we want to thank you for your support and hope that you go to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel to see our other work and to like and subscribe so that you'll be kept up to date on all the projects that we're working on. Have a great night and thank you so much. Go to our GoFundMe page for the Kasese uh, Humanist School. And if you want to, please share the GoFundMe with your friends and family. We want to get that money collected. Thank you all and have a good night from When Humanists Attack and the Humanist Beating. This is Chris West. Until next time.